Hi, my name is Tony Allen, and for the longest time, I've been searching for a platform to get my message out for my online ministry, Signet4713.com. Then I came across Anchor, and this was the perfect fit and platform for my online ministry. It's user-friendly, and Anchor provides every avenue for free to allow your voice to be heard. Without Anchor, my voice and dreams would still be silent. My platform with Anchor allows me to spread the gospel to the world. I highly recommend anyone seeking a medium to be heard not to think twice. Just join this magnificent team at Anchor and watch your dreams come true. God bless. Hi, brothers and sisters. This is Tony, minister with uh, Signet4713.com. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about where are you getting your advice, or 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 who is your counselor, or counselors? Um, so uh, we're gonna start with Psalms forty, uh, Psalms one, um, and this psalm basically, God is um, letting us know, um, it's very important on where you decide to um, get your counseling or your advice. Um, because listening to the wrong people or ungodly people uh, can do more harm than good, although uh, you may consider them a friend. Um, Truth be told, a friend will always try to see you prosper and help in that area. Uh, Other than a friend will lead to destruction because ultimately... They don't want to see you prosper. So, uh, in summary, I just want to say you got to be careful on who you hang around with um, and who you choose to follow. Um, if it's not godly people, um, you won't prosper. Period. So, this is what the, uh, uh, the the Book of Psalms, chapter one, uh, God's word says, as it is written, "Blessed is the man." walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Okay, think about that first verse. Blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So basically God says, is saying, you will be blessed if you do not follow that ungodly person's advice or counsel because that's going to lead you to destruction. Uh, He can't bless that because if the blessing is not on the ungodly, nothing they can tell you is going to benefit you. It's only to your own peril. So you have to be very uh, careful on who you choose to get advice from or counsel if they're not God-fearing people, if they don't have the Word of God rooted in their heart. Be careful on what you're listening to. And if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, You don't need to uh, entertain that and do not allow it to penetrate your heart and seep into your mind because these are stronghold packets that they're trying to plant. Um, So you got to be careful on where you get your counsel and do your homework. Uh, Ask questions. You know, if if you don't have the word of God in you and they don't have the word of God in them, you basically blind leading blind 
both will fall into the pit, as Jesus says. So the blind can't give you advice because they're blind themselves. All right, so <clears throat> in the uh, following verse, it says, nor stands in the path of sinners. So in this verse, basically God is saying, um, in your travels or your journeys, you're going to see those that, you, that appears on the outside to be prospering. And it's going to intrigue your interest. So, in in short, um, it's nothing wrong with uh, getting know getting to know people, um, but you have to ask the right questions. And if it doesn't line up with the word of God, a lot of times they won't tell you the whole truth on how they get their success or how they're prospering. Uh, all they're going to show you is their prosperity, which they. Um, are blind in a sense of thinking that they're prosperous because what's got what's gained today if it's done hastily it can be gone tomorrow uh but whatever god prosper it it prospers forever when he puts his hand on it it's just it's just prosperous that's i can't put it any other kind of way but it can't help but prosper so um the following verse says nor sits in the seat of the scornful now, what is God saying there? Okay, so uh, we all can say um, that at some point, um, unintentionally, we might stumble onto a group, um, not knowingly that they're going to say something that's not lining up with the way God says we should walk, um, especially if we're walking in the Spirit. Um, if things are coming out of their mouth that is ungodly and they're just dis dist destructive, uh, words, putting others down, you know, um, a lot of bitterness in their heart, um, jealousy or, 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 or coveting something or someone, um, you know, that, that is not from the, the, the word of God and their, their actions and their words will show you who they are. So you don't want to basically surround yourself with that group. So in this, in this verse, he says, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Um, so you basically don't congregate uh, with folks of that nature because God can't bless you and he definitely can't bless them. So you got to be careful of what where you, you choose to stop and sit and rest and listen. So if it ain't the word of God, I would suggest you keep it moving. All right, so we're going to read verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Okay, so now the key word here is delight. Uh, means what he's saying there. It's um, it's almost as if um, you purposely uh, are seeking the word of God, and it's almost as if you can't go a day without reading and getting to know the way God wants us to walk. So in this verse, it says, but his delight, that means his interest is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. So this is constantly, you know, these words of truth are constantly on your mind. You wake up with them, you go to sleep with them. Uh, and when you do that, you actually having dreams with them too, uh, because the word of God will, will surface in your dreams. God will speak to you in your dreams. Um, so if you're not hearing from God, maybe you need to start and stop 
and get to know God. That means the word. The word is still alive. It's powerful. It's truth. It's a, it's a healer. It's wealth. It's everything you need to survive in this world the godly way. So if you uh, want to be successful, if you want to be prosperous, do it God's way. Okay? So let's go to verse 3. He also says, once you do these things, right? So you, 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 you put your delight into the law of the Lord. And in his law you meditate day and night. Okay? You or he or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. So basically you can't do nothing but grow. And once you grow, what happens then? You sprout fruit. Okay, as the verse goes, that brings forth its fruit. And it's season, okay? So, why did he put that there? Because what happened is, when you get in the Word of God, a lot of times people um, want this instant microwave prosperity, and it doesn't it doesn't operate that way. If you look at the uh, the 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 kingdom way, it's basically reaping, or basically sowing and reaping. Or reaping and sowing, either way you put it, it's the same. You have to sow seeds. You have to um, get the seed, the word is the seed, and put it in your heart. Your heart is good ground. Let that seed sit and grow. That means constantly meditate on it. Let it grow. It's going to grow. It's going to sprout roots. And when it does, you can't help but bring forth fruit. God's word will not come back void. If he said it, you can believe it. So once you do that, once you put the word in your heart, you will grow fruit. But you have to grow as a tree first, okay? So you have to plant. Plant yourself by the rivers of water. The rivers of water is the word of God, okay? Jesus said, whoever drinks of me shall never thirst. That means the word. Jesus was the word. The word was God. Okay, the word is God. They all the same. All right, so basically, um, from that point on, he says that brings forth in its fruit, bring bring forth its fruit in its season. Sorry, <clears throat> whose leaf also shall not wither. All right, so what does that mean? Okay, so you know, brought your fruit, you know, in your season, and your leaves shall not wither. That means when you stay rooted, you become. I would say, just look at nature. You become somewhat like an evergreen. Um, that that the leaves never fall, that they never turn. They, they, the image or the the anointing is transparent. You can see health. You can see growth. You can see um, truth. I mean, nature is our best evidence of God's creation and His Word. Um, everything, the kingdom itself, Jesus says, he refers to seeds. Everything is in the seed. So, the word is good seed. You are the soil in the in sense of your heart. Your heart will be the soil. But you have to plant something in your heart first for it to grow. To become that tree planted by the rivers of water. You have to do your part. Alright? And it's good. And, and it. His word goes on to say, <clears throat> excuse me, 
and whatever he does or she does shall prosper. So this goes back to the evergreen um, verse. That means the anointing is on you now. You, bo- you, you, you bear fruit in your season, but whatever you do, meaning um, if someone is uh, struggling in any area, your presence alone will bring prosperity there, whether it be a job or just helping a friend or whatever it may be. The supernatural knowledge of God oversees or overrides um, anything man can can dream of. So um, I think in this verse, this is what God is saying, basically. And whatever he does or she does shall prosper. Whatever. It didn't say some things. Whatever he or she does shall prosper. Okay. Now it goes on to say, the ungodly are not so. Okay, that's just the opposite. But are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Period. All right, so <clears throat> I just wanted you to uh, <clears throat> meditate on this also. It's um, one of the things that in the very, very beginning of the Old Testament, Genesis, where Adam, the first man, created, um, he was blessed um, by God. Everything he wanted and needed was there. I mean, he was prosperous. He had it all. He, he was in the, in the fellowship with God, uh, walking with God, you know, talking with God. So... He was blessed to be in God's presence like that. All right, so what happened? Eve allowed Satan to deceive her. Okay, so how did he say, how did Satan deceive her? By counsel. She took the counsel of the ungodly, and she told Adam. Adam took the counsel of the ungodly, although they both knew the truth. They both knew the commands God gave, but they chose to take the counsel of the ungodly. What happened? They lost their blessing. They got kicked out of the garden. Okay. So this psalm right here, Psalms 1, is a reminder for us. Okay. Don't do, don't be like Adam. All right. So in other words, we're already born into sin, but Jesus came to give us back the blessing. He took it back. And we can get it through him. When you're born again, you become an heir of the kingdom. All right. And how do you lose your blessing? By following the ungodly. So let's go back to verse one. Blessed is the man or woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, who does not take the advice of the ungodly. Don't do like Adam. Don't lose your blessing. All right. Stand the word of God. Hang around godly people, God-fearing people. All right, so <clears throat> verse 4 uh, basically is reminding us the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, 
but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So if you take the way of the righteous, you're going to be fruitful. God's going to bless you. But if you take the way of the ungodly, you shall perish along with the ungodly. All right. So let's end this this uh, episode by a prayer. And I'd like to start off. And if you can say this along with me. O Heavenly Father, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, creator of heaven and earth, Lord Jesus, I know you died and is risen and is seated at the right hand of the Father, constantly interceding on our behalf. Lord, today I make you Lord and Savior over my life. Please forgive me of my sins and have mercy on this sinner. For I've sinned against you, Lord, and against heaven. But by your abundant grace and mercy, I receive in faith in what you've achieved at Calvary. All my sins have been imputed. I am a free man, and I will walk in that righteousness and freedom. So today, Lord Jesus, I choose to follow you. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Father. Amen and amen. God bless.